0: Good morning and welcome to the latest episode of The View from the Milk Farm by Derek Josie of TDF Honest Farming. This week, whew, we have a doozy. We're going to get into SB 85-4 in the Oregon Legislature. It's going to be a fun one. Here we go. All right. For those of you that don't know, SB 85-4 is a bill that is looking to drastically change a lot of things in the agricultural community here in Oregon. And they say it's basically just going to affect large CAFOs or CAFO. I've never understood exactly why some people say it's CAFO and say some say CAFO. But for reference, I am now a large CAFO Uh, It means I have over a 1,000 cows in a confinement operation. A CAFO is just a nutrient management plan. It doesn't mean anything other than we have a plan to do the right thing with the cow's manure. It's really that simple. We take samples of the soil, we apply when we're supposed to, we document when we apply, where we apply, how much we apply, We take samples of the manure so we know what nutrients are in there so that the computer can calculate how much of the nitrogen is getting into the soil, how much of the phosphorus, all of those good things. So when you hear the word capo or capo, you don't need to be scared. It's not this big scary word. And in fact, Oregon is already one of the most environmentally protective and regulated agricultural communities in the country. Yay. Don't get me wrong, regulations are a good thing, but when they get to the level that SB 85 is looking to get to, uh, it's basically an attack on animal agriculture, and that is Realistically, what the goal is, is to destroy animal agriculture by a very small, loud minority here in Oregon, who happen to put a lot of pressure on the legislature every single session. We go through this every session, and it's exhausting. So let's dive into some of the things that are in this bill that are shocking And frankly, quite scary. (sighs) Their water quality permit. They wanna add language in there to cause, sorry, I'm reading. To provide that existing permit holders fee structure does not change solely due to location, which isn't a bad thing. They they wanna restrict the export of liquid manure or processed wastewater to recipients who have a nutrient application permit to land, to apply the land. Uh, This would not apply to dry or composted manure. So let me give you an example. We have our liquid manure tank, right? We have a neighbor that has 30 acres. He doesn't have any cattle on it, nothing like that. So he crops it and would like to get some nutrients back into the soil. So he has either us or one of the other neighboring dairies haul liquid manure on it after he's cropped it. After every crop, gets nutrients back into the soil helps them grow the next cutting of grass. We'd no longer be allowed to do that because he doesn't have a nutrient management plan and doesn't have an uh, application permit for his land. So he would have to go pay the fee, do all the work to get it just so he could get nutrients back onto his ground. Now to be clear, if I'm exporting to his property, I have to document it and document how much we applied. So it's not like they don't know what's being applied to that ground because they already are getting that through my existing permit. They're just trying to make it so he has to do a bunch of paperwork and pay for uh, fees to be allowed to put manure on his land too. Isn't that lovely? Lovely. So the water issues, the uh, application issues. Part of the thing they've said with this bill is, oh, it only uh, applies to new capos. N- nothing, nothing's going to be done for the rest of you guys. This is just to keep these large players from coming in. Except for in section three, it says it would apply to operating operations renewing on or after July 1st of 2024. So every large CAFO, which that would be me, after 2024 would be subjected to these and to small and medium operations on or after July 1st, 2025. Which is ironic because there was some small CAFO dairy farmers that were in the uh, hearing that spoke on their behalf uh, in support of this bill because they thought it was only going to affect the larger operations. They obviously didn't read the bill because in 2025, which is only a year and a half away now. they also will be restricted by these new rules and regulations in that lovely the next section of this lovely bill is the water supply section six water supply plan they are looking to regulate uh, stock water exemptions um they want to limit stock water to 12 thousand gallons a day which sounds like a lot but it's really not when a cow drinks several, you know 30 40 gallons a day it doesn't take a lot of cows to get to 12 thousand gallons of water it possibly would uh it require any, CAFO, CAFOs, to install water metering and submetering devices and then take quarterly water use data, of which uh, they may request annual inspection. That's lovely. All so that you can water your animals. <coughs> now, <laughs> you're going to love this part. This is also in the water section, but it's section eight. An operator may not haul water or arrange for the hauling of water to a CAFO for the primary purpose of watering animals. You heard that right. If there is a need, you, you can't get enough water, and your plan was to haul water in, you can't do it. A lot of the times in these warmer climates, hauling water in is necessary during the summer months when temperatures are extremely hot and cows are drinking water um, and your flow rates can't meet the needs, so you haul water in. However,
1: the good news
0: is they may temporarily be able to Uh, haul water in to ensure the health, welfare, and well-being of animals. Which makes you ask, why? Why are we restricting hauled water in, if that's the case? Why should it have to be an emergency? I would uh, argue that any time a cow can't drink enough water, that would be an emergency. So Section 8 is, frankly, stupid. But what do you expect when you have environmental groups that are and animal welfare groups that are realistically just trying to destroy animal agriculture in Oregon? And as far as the stock water exemption goes, don't worry. You can always file to get an exemption. and. Pay another fee to get more water. <sighs> Section 10, air quality. You're going to love this one. They want to start regulating air quality in agriculture. Don't get me wrong, you know, farmers, we can do. We can always improve. We can always do better with dust and uh, smells and things of that nature, but we're already doing that stuff. Why would we want to give the government more ability to tell us what we can do on our farms? That's just lovely. (laughs) And now we get into the land use section of this bill. Oh, it is trying to roll back right to farm laws. It would make it so <sighs> new facilities cannot be within a half a mile of a non-residential non-performing use. Oh my God. Hold on. Let me read this uh new capos can be cited no less than 100 yards from a property line of an adjacent property with a residential structure cited well my brand new facilities uh i i wouldn't be have been able to build and ironically they would have made it so i could not build outside the floodplain you heard me right this new land use rule that they are trying to push in this bill would have made it so these beautiful facilities I just built, would have to be down in the floodplains. This is stupid. So dumb. They also would make it so that uh, you could not apply manure within a half a mile of a stream. Am I reading that right? So, I might be reading that a little bit wrong, but it looks like they are trying to increase the setbacks from water sources. And I I hate to break it to you people, but that would put all of Tilma County unable to dairy farm anymore. How dumb. And the last section we need to talk about today is the animal welfare section. Section 12 would direct Oregon Department of Agriculture to convene a working group to review the best management practices, consider the appropriateness of including capos in 167.335 which exempts uh, us from the animal the animal rights or animal welfare laws that pertain to pets and it would make record this work group would make recommendations to appropriate leg- legislative committees So let me spell that out for you they want to take, agricultural entities right to use animals to feed people away from them. They want to take away our ability to use artificial insemination. They want to take away our ability to separate cows and calves. They don't want us to be able to send cows to slaughter. This is an activist wet dream right here. And it is really dangerous. This is not okay. But like I said, the whole point of this bill is to make it so animal agriculture is not able to function in Oregon. (sighs) So now that you know what's in the bill, I sat through three hours of committee meeting hearings last week because i needed to have a a chance to enter testimony into this god-awful bill and i'm going to tell you right now why i decided i needed to do it because you see there's an environmental group called the center for biological diversity it's It's a very well-funded environmental group with offices in several states, you know, ivory towers in their beautiful offices. And they used me as an example of why this bill needs to be put into place. And I'm going to read it to you. Factory farms threaten the continued survival of some of Oregon's most valuable and iconic species threat that will be compounded if the construction of factory farms continues. And one of the examples, Wilson View Dairy, Tillamook, Oregon. That would be me. Wilson View Dairy is a factory farm located in a special flood hazard area on the banks of the Wilson River in Tillamook, Oregon. The Wilson River is the largest of five rivers that flow into the Tillamook Bay. It is designated as a critical habitat for Oregon coast, Coho salmon, blah blah blah, blah 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 blah. Talking about fish and how I'm killing all the fish. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Wilsonview Dairy produces large quantities of manure, which contain nitrogen and phosphorus. When manure reaches a waterway, it causes algae, algae blooms that suck the oxygen out of the water leading to illness and death in fish and creating dead zones. Despite the risks that it poses to the sensitive and critical habit, habitat, Wilson View Dairy is currently attempting to expand to become one of the 10 largest dairies in Tillman County, Tillman, Oregon. Let me break it down for you. I am on this list because I am becoming a large cattle. I'm taking three existing... I had one medium and two smalls, rolling them into one CAFO. Why am I doing this? Because we built brand new facilities. Do you know where we built them? Outside the floodplain. We got them out of the floodplain, which gets all our manure out of the floodplain, making it safer For the record, we have never had a discharge into the Wilson River. We have never, ever done that. But they imply it in here. So that's why I decided I needed to uh, voice my opposition to this bill because I'm not a factory farm. We, yeah, we will be one of the 10 largest dairies in Tillamook County with a 1,000 cows. That doesn't even register on the size of a dairy in the country. Uh, That puts me in the smallest, small to medium with the large and extremely large ranging anywhere from 30 to 100,000 cows. Yet they seem to think that I am a factory farm. These people are dumb. They are just dumb. But so that's why I sat in on this meeting. And what I watched in there was a lot of nimbly going on, not in my backyard, by a lot of people that are upset that there is a new chicken facility going in. And so they're willing to slit their own throats and all of agricultural agriculture's throats in this state to stop a chicken farm, which ironically in a 60 mile radius, there's something like a dozen other chicken farms just like it. And these these farmers that were in there slitting their own throats will be the first in line to get that chicken scratch and the chicken litter when they clean the barns to apply to their fields because it's high in nitrogen. And I don't know if you guys know this, but nitrogen is kind of expensive. And so if you can get natural fertilizer from a local source, that's a good thing and should be celebrated. But because they're, they've been brainwashed into thinking, Oh, Catholic bad large of bad they're willing to make it so eventually they'll be put out of business too whether it's by environmental regulations or by this working group on animal welfare that they're trying to enforce one way or another these extreme animal rights groups and environmental groups are going to end up shutting down animal agriculture in oregon and once they get that done here or in a different state where they're pushing the same stuff, they will have a precedent in place and they will be able to push it nationally. We need to start paying attention. For those of you in uh, the urban and suburban areas, you need to start paying attention to what is going on with farming and agriculture because this is gonna drive your food prices up. This is gonna make it so you have less choices in the supermarket. This is going to affect your small farmers markets, farmers too. They just don't know it. So with that, I think I'm gonna call it a day. I've got to get back to work. Alan, my factory farm, you know, my fourth generation factory farm that we built brand new facilities so that hopefully the next generation chooses to dairy too. These people are stupid, but they don't care because they don't care whether you get to eat or not. Well, don't forget to like, comment. Share, do all the things, and rate me a five-star. Follow me on your favorite platform. I'll see you again next week.